It's me, Pastor Rob, the host of the Ponder New Podcast. And this fall, we've had a special treat in that uh, we've had a, another podcast run through this channel, and that's been uh, hearing from kids. It's called What Do You Know, Joe? It's uh, led, uh, hosted by Deacon Elmi Mayalis, uh, my wife, who also serves as a children's minister at the church where I serve. And this is their sort of uh, their final one of the season. And I hope yeah, you've enjoyed uh, learning uh, with and from the, the children in our congregation. Action. Hey, welcome to our last episode of the podcast that we're calling What Do You Know Joe? And that's because we're studying the story of Joseph. And I've got a table full of kids here of different ages to help us reflect on the last piece of the story of Joseph. And that's when his, not only are his brothers back in Egypt, but they are are, are reconciling. There's forgiveness given and they are together again. And so we're going to talk about that. And the way that we start is going around the table. Please say your name and please Tell us about a person in your family that you're close to. Let's start with the person on my left. Uh, hello, my name is Basil, and I think a person I'm really close to in my family is my cousin. Uh, hi, my name is Alden, and um, a person I'm really close to in my family is uh, my mom. Hello, uh, my name is Susanna, and... One person who I'm really close to in my family is my sister, Audrey. Hi, my name is Colin, and a person I'm really close to in my family is my brother. Super. And and I'm Deacon Emily, and a person that I'm close to in my family, I will say my husband. Um, he's Rob, and you all know him. He's a pastor here. Um, anyway, we're, we're thinking about families today because there are relationships in our families that are very special and we can have very close ties. And Joseph certainly did in his family. When we look at the story of Joseph, we see how they come together for forgiveness and healing and this big word called reconciliation. We know, though, that it's hard for that to happen forgiveness and reconciliation. It's not easy. What do you guys think about saying sorry? Is it something easy to do or hard to do? How about that question first? I think it's pretty easy and sometimes I get scolded for saying it too much. Mm. Sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's hard. Mm. I agree with Colin. Yeah, I feel like it depends on the situation. So are there times when you have done something and you've needed to say sorry? Um, can you give us an example of a time when you've had to apologize? When I get really mad at my brother and I start hitting him. It's mm, a time to say sorry. Mm-hmm. When I accidentally broke a lampshade. Mm, mm-hmm. That's time to say sorry. How do you uh, feel when you have to say you're sorry? Does it, does it, is it, yeah, what do you think? Go ahead. It's a little painful. Kind of like hurts to get out, but after a while it's going to feel good. You won't feel guilty anymore, but while you're doing it, it's going to be absolute pain. (laughs) It feels kind of hard to say it, but once you're, once you said it, it's kind of, it's just like easy. Mm -hmm. It just seems easy. 
sometimes it's really hard whenever you like um don't think that what that you actually need to say sorry, but the person won't say sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, other times it's really easy. Yeah. Um. How about a time when someone has needed to say sorry to you? Can you think of any examples? Someone has said sorry to you. Sometimes, um, one of my friends, we have like an argument and we like get really mad and then we have to apologize. Mm-hmm. If my friends ever like actually break like my Lego set, then they will say sorry. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be the person who receives the sorry? You know, we talked about how it can be hard to say the story, but there's also someone who is accepting of it. How does that role feel? It feels like whenever somebody says sorry, it makes you feel like better because it's easier than them just doing something mean and then just walking away. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel better because if someone doesn't say sorry and you really want them to say sorry, it makes you um, feel really angry and you may be even a little jealous like they don't get to do that mm-hmm. um it lets you know that they care about you and if they're saying it sarcastically that makes you feel pretty bad mm. so a genuine apology is what we're talking about mm-hmm. i agree with what everyone said but mostly with alden in the christian community which you guys are all a part of we talk about the word sorry, we use the term forgiveness because Jesus came to forgive us. What does forgiveness look like? What's your perspective on forgiveness? What does the word mean? How do you know forgiveness has been shared? When do you hear this word said? How do we forgive um, as Christians? Go ahead. Like if, if you do something wrong and you sin and um, God forgives you, he, he still loves you. Mm-hmm. Some more ideas about forgiveness? Um, that you should know that even if someone doesn't, like even if um, you say sorry and they don't think that it's a genuine uh, apology, that God thinks it's genuine, like if it really is, then God knows that it is a genuine apology. Mm. Where do you hear the word forgiveness? In your world? Mm -hmm. In the Bible. In the Bible? From my parents. From our parents. Mm -hmm. At church. And at church. Very good. Those are really good. So Joseph's brothers come. Joseph ultimately uh, is is in in this experience of reconciliation and forgiveness. Um, Joseph has this beautiful Bible verse that he says in the story today. He says to them, what you meant for harm, God meant for good. Or what you tried to do that was bad, God used it for something good. And not just good for Joseph, but good for other people. Because Joseph was able to help so many people by the the events that happened to his life, you know, by being one of the helpers. The, the main man for Pharaoh and helping people get through the famine. So not only did it work for good that Joseph was safe, but he was able then to help other people. So back to that Bible verse, what you meant for harm, God meant for good. Has something happened in your life ever 
that was bad, that was a bummer, but you got through it and later you said, wow, I see how God worked for good. I thought that was going to be really bad and it was hard but something good came out of it. Okay, lots of stories to share around the table. Let's start here. Okay, so my dad was getting a motorcycle. I was happy, I thought it was so cool. And the day before, I had gotten new white socks. And so the morning he got it, I ran out in my new white socks on the pavement of our backyard. Mom, being mom, opened the door to say, Basil, get back inside. But by the time I was out there, I was already coming back. And then I was skipping, trying to keep my socks clean. And I skipped up while mom was opening the door. Bam, metal storm door right in my knee. It hurt a lot. And now I know not to wear socks outside. Oh, so the bad part. Well, what, how would you describe the bad parts there? I would describe the bad parts as very painful. Okay, and the good part then, how would you describe what good came out of that? I learned, Alden, stop laughing. I learned to take care of my stuff. Ah, I see. All right, some more examples. Something bad that happened, but something good came out of it in the end. Like, sometimes if I, like, am, like, doing something and I, like, trip or fall, it really hurts. But, like, after a while, it starts to feel better and then it's not so bad. Mm, okay. So some time involved can make something bad turn into good after time. Here's another example. Um, when I moved into Linnitz, it was really hard because I didn't know I had many friends, and I was really sad losing my friends. But now I have a really great friends that have helped me through the, my life. Mm. So one time I was riding my bike and I, in, the, in the rain, so I went around a corner, but I fell off my bike and landed neck first, so I guess I learned to be more careful. Oh, my goodness. You guys had some physical stories there of times when you really got hurt, but you knew you had time to help heal. And that's true even for Joseph. I mean, physical healing takes time, but also healing in relationships can take time. And you guys really shared that here as well. I think a big piece to Joseph's story is one that um, is, is not explicit. That means it's not said. But I wonder how much prayer was a part of Joseph's story, because it certainly is for all of us. That when you have times that reconciliation is really needed, um, prayer helps bring that forth, our talking to God. So I'd like to hear from you about what are prayers like for you in your home, or in your heart, what are prayers you like to say, and when do you like to say them? Um, at dinner, we always pray, and when I go to bed. Do you have a prayer you want to share? Uh, whenever at dinner, it's normally a song prayer, but I can just say it. Okay. For health and strength and daily food, we praise your name, O Lord. Amen. Amen. Nice example. Any other prayers? Mm-hmm. I, I normally do it before um, dinner, and before I go to bed. And do you have a prayer you like to pray? Uh, I, don't, I just do, I just random, I just mm-hmm. normally do a di- different prayers every night. That's neat, because we can a talk to God. Prayer. I just do a different prayer sometimes. Sometimes it's one prayer and sometimes it's another. That's great. We can talk to God in all kinds of ways. I usually pray at dinner, <clears throat> and um, usually I just freestyle, but when I was young, um, we did the God is great, God is good prayer. Mm-hmm. Very nice. 
I usually at night I I pray. Mm-hmm. Do you have a prayer you like to say or whatever comes to your head? Well, I usually just say, uh, thank you, Lord, for taking care of my family and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. So I've been using a big word as we talk about um, the end of, of the story of Joseph, and that's reconciliation. Um, what does that mean? I just realized we should just talk about what that word means. Any guesses? How do you describe that word? Um, saying sorry and also like that, and also knowing that you're forgiven, like that, like mm-hmm. the kind of process. Okay. Very good. Any other guesses? I could feel like if you do something wrong, but like you apologize and like you uh, and like they forgive you. Mm-hmm. Any other guesses? Those are really great answers. I think you guys got it. So I like how you you're connecting reconciliation with forgiveness. That there's like a heart to heart that happens to be reconciled to someone, and that things are back together and and even and healthy and good, especially in a community. And so today, and even in the sermon that Pastor Rob preached, we learned about how Joseph and his brothers were reconciled, and there was forgiveness there. But also that can extend beyond a family, and it can be for the world for the whole world. And that's ultimately what God is up to, is reconciliation for this world. Um, Is there a prayer that you guys uh, would like us to say at the end of our podcast today? What's, who has a favorite? We could give it a whirl. Maybe a camp prayer. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Maybe the Batman prayer. Batman? I don't really know. Okay. Should we try it? All right, let's try Batman. So Batman, although our listeners can't see it, you're going to be putting your fingers by your eyes so that they're kind of like the mask that Batman wears. Am I right? And so you guys go ahead and say it as loudly as you can. On the count of three, we'll pray this prayer. One, two, three. For the food, Jesus. (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus, for the food, Jesus. Listeners, if you need any examples of prayers, it sounds like the kids around this table have lots of different ones that you can certainly call upon them to learn. I think that about wraps up our podcast today as we wrap up the whole season. The story of Joseph was so full of wonderful, wonderful parts. Was there a part for you around the table that was your favorite part of Joseph's story? Think back to his family. Think back to his dreams. Think back to when he was in jail or the famine or what do you say? What's a highlight of Joseph for you? When he interpreted the dreams for Pharaoh. Mm-hmm, for Pharaoh. When he sees his brothers, when his brothers come and he, like, hides the cup in one of their bags. Yes, yes when he plays the trick on, on them with Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, when he interprets the dream for the cupbearer and the baker. Yes, when he's in jail. When he got the coat. When he got the coat. There's so oh, many parts. What a great, great answer. It's because his story is so rich and it's taken us through this whole fall. And boys and girls, we are really happy to have heard your voices reflecting on the story and reflecting on faith and how God is at work in your life. So let's wrap up today by saying the name of this podcast one final time all together. What do you know, Joe? Here we go. What do you know, Joe? And that's the end. Maybe.
I don't know. Yep. I, that's a little sad, but maybe. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. Bye. It might yeah. be the end. Yeah, There's maybe, probably bye. Yeah. There's just, more just stop recording. Yeah.